Hello, and welcome to the Way of the High Priestess. This is the show that supports you in embodying your inner high priestess, which is the most fulfilled, expressed, and in love version of you. I'm Lee Noto, intimacy coach, psychedelic therapist, and founder of the Become the High Priestess program. I'm on a mission to help women connect to their power by accessing their emotions, sensual nature, and sexual fire. If you're ready to channel your inner high priestess, then this is the podcast for you. If you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and do that and you'll be notified as soon as I drop a juicy episode. And if you really love and receive value from the podcast, please leave a five-star review and share the episode. If we're not already connected on the gram, let's do that. You can find me at Lee Noto underscore. Thank you so much and enjoy the episode. Oh, hello. <laughs> this is a very sexy episode. In fact, in order to prepare for this episode, I just completed a self-pleasure ritual and I am feeling flirty, fun, mysterious, shy, expressed, liberated, emotional. All of the same things I was feeling when Ani and I had our very first threesome. I cannot even begin to describe the amount of breakthroughs and growing and expansion that this experience provided for me. And ultimately, I created it for that purpose. So I'll just start by saying that Ani and I weren't seeking to add a third person to our relationship for the typical reasons. And listen, I mean, all of that was present. It was sexy. It was fun. It was invigorating. So all of that was there. But as you know, by listening to Ani and I on this podcast, or perhaps knowing us in real life or being connected with us on social media, then you know that when we do things, we do things for typically very deep reasons. We're very intentional in how we create our lives and who we invite in, in the kinds of things we spend our time and energy on, and even how we cultivate our relationship. So one of the things that Ani and I had been talking about for a while was this idea of bringing a woman into our relationship as a sexual partner to explore with, as someone to provide another perspective, as someone to provide a, another set of preferences, desires, kinks, boundaries, as someone to be a witness to the love and depth and sexual connection of our relationship, as someone to have fun with, to explore, to express to, to be sensitive and sensual and sexy with. So we've been talking about this for a while and what it required from us was creating a deep level of safety and communication and trust in our relationship between him and I before we could 
have another sexual partner enter our dynamic. Now, at the moment, we are not interested in having a relationship with another person. The relationship between him and I is already (laughs) enough to focus on. And so we were simply looking for someone to share in a sexual experience with us. Now, I've always considered myself to be pretty heterosexual, though I really enjoy the company of women. I enjoy feminine energy. I enjoy sensuality and the way women look and express and feel and smell. So I'm not sure that I'm as straight as I actually thought I was. Maybe I'm... I'm curious. I'm very curious and exploring and who the fuck needs labels anyway. So today's episode is all about the profundity and the breakthroughs that I got to experience in creating a threesome with Ani, another woman and myself. And I do promise that we will be coming back with the part two of this episode where I will have Ani on And we will talk all about what the experience was like for him. And he and I will shoot the shit back and forth and just share more about our experience, everything that led up to it, everything that has been a result after. But for now, I'm going to ride solo. And I want to talk first about a little more about what created the space for this experience to even occur. The mechanics of it. So how we met this woman, how we made it happen. I'll set the scene about what this whole date and evening was like. I want to talk about the skills that I got to strengthen and what I got reflected back to me as a result of how I showed up. And I also want to talk about what I got to tap into and access. And that is wide ranging from things that are very practical to things that are very energetic. So like I said, just a few minutes ago, the first thing that needed to happen before Ani and I invited another person into any part of our dynamic was complete safety. We have discussed this idea before. And at that point in times past, I hadn't quite cultivated safety within myself enough to invite another person into our dynamic. So in many months past, when we had had this fantasy, I was still exploring my sexual energy a lot. I was still exploring what felt safe for me, how I liked to communicate, how I wanted to be communicated with, how I wanted to touch and be touched, what my preferences were, what my kinks were, what my desires were, what my boundaries were, what my fears were. And we we'd had this conversation about what that would be like. And the first time we had the conversation before we even created this experience for ourselves, I had a lot of fear come up. So this this isn't just like, oh, I am so liberated. We're going to do this. And I proclaim my sexual freedom. No, when we first opened this conversation, I had a lot of fear come up around boundaries, around whether he could fall in love with this other woman whether this woman, whoever she was, would respect my boundaries, how I would learn to speak up if something didn't feel good for me, would I be afraid to do it, what this experience would mean about me, about our relationship. And so I had a lot of questions that I needed to get really clear and honest about, because in order for this 
experience to be as expansive as it has the possibility to be, I have to dot all my I's and check all my T's. That means I have to create safety for myself, meaning I have to know what's on the table for me, what's not on the table. Um, I have to know what would feel good for me, what wouldn't. And I, I really have to know that in the moment, I would have the courage and the strength to speak up for something if it didn't feel good for me. And that's really where safety is created, is in this thought of, do I have my own back moment to moment? So not do I think I have my own back or do I have my own back now, but I might not later. It's no matter what goes down, if something doesn't feel good, can I speak up? If something feels good, can I ask for more? Can I make requests? Can I give commands? And so I went on a journey of really cultivating these skills for myself. And this is something that I teach a lot about in the Become the High Priestess program and in the work that I do with my one-on-one clients, because so many of us have been limited by our ideas around sexuality, our fears, our beliefs, and this keeps us from being our most expressed, liberated, pleasure-able version of ourselves. So needless to say, when this conversation first started in a serious manner, I still had a lot of work to do. And I noticed in my mannerisms that I would avoid things. If there was an opportunity to be with someone, I'd kind of push it away. And that gave me the knowing that I wasn't ready yet. I wasn't comfortable. And a big part of stepping into some sort of quote unquote unconventional dynamic that's not typically looked upon by society as the norm, it it brings up our places where we may need to do inner work, where we may need to explore what this really means to us. Because I don't give a fuck what it means to anybody else. I don't care what the next person thinks about threesomes or about a woman having sex with a woman or a man having sex with a man. I want to know what I think. I want to know how I feel. So what is that for me? I needed to determine and chart my own path with how I felt about all of this, how I felt about me having sex with a woman, how I felt about Ani potentially having sex with another woman right in front of me, how I felt about sexual safety, sexual communication, what I needed. And so I set out to explore these things for myself. And I would explore them sometimes in my journal. Sometimes I'd explore them in my own self-pleasure practices. I would use the opportunities that arose to me to understand how I feel about all of this. And truthfully, I used a lot of conversations with some of my dearest girlfriends to reconcile, to iron out, to figure out, to explore how I felt because I am very grateful to have a very sex positive community around me where people are exploring these things for themselves too. And so creating that foundation of safety within me was the number one key to the success that I experienced and created in the recent threesome that Ani and I had. And then creating and cultivating safety in our relationship between Ani and I. So I needed to know that I could talk about whatever I needed to talk about and it would be received. And it always has been. I'm very grateful. I needed to know that Ani would be operating at my pace. And in fact, that was something he said from the beginning. I set the pace, my body, my preferences, my desire set the pace and he follows my lead. I'm so grateful to have a partner who 
helps me create these experiences in service to my pleasure and my body. And in turn, he gets to have an amazing time too, witnessing me in my pleasure, witnessing me with another woman, getting to interact with the other woman to the extent that I feel comfortable with that. And so this exploration and the creation of this experience was very, very intentionally crafted. And that's also what led to the success that we had. And by success, I mean pleasure, open communication, joy, connection, sexuality. Like that is what I'm considering success in this, where everybody leaves the situation feeling better than we all found ourselves in the beginning, where people feel taken care of after the experience, where people feel taken care of and considered during the experience. So it's a very beautiful dance to explore in the energetics between three people. So that was the foundation of this experience. And if anybody listening has any questions that maybe I didn't cover, please feel free to reach out. Send me a direct message on Instagram at Linoto underscore and ask me the question. I would love to answer your question. I'd love to share your question out if you're open to that so that other people can maybe have their questions answered as well. I am such an open book. And in fact, it was quite a journey for me to share this because it was a very, very personal experience for me. And one of the things that I'm very clear on that I talked about in my last episode is my personal path to liberation, to abundance, to pleasure is through radically authentic expression. And so I share this to not only integrate my own experience, but also I share this in service to others in whatever way it may serve them. So let me talk about the scene itself. Let's talk mechanics, logistics, how this happened, all of that. And then I'll get into the skills I got to strengthen and the amazing aspects of myself and others that I got to access. So Ani and I, as you know, recently took a trip to New York And one of the things that we really, really love about New York is the sexual energy that's so palpable and present there. Now, when you're walking around New York, if you've ever been there, then you know that there are just people everywhere on the subways, on the streets. It's like people central. And when you walk by people, sometimes you don't make eye contact, but oftentimes you do. You catch people's glances. You see people looking at you. You look at people. You recognize people looking at you while you're looking at them. There's this entire world of perspective and perspective play as you are just navigating the world of New York City. And what can sometimes happen, especially when you are feeling your best, is you notice somebody noticing you. And there is this buzz of attraction. And it's not, it doesn't have to mean anything more than just a glance in that moment. But I feel so turned on when I get checked out in New York city, of course, when it's in a respectable manner and I feel turned on checking people out. I love looking at women. I love looking at men. I love admiring people. I love telling people I'm admiring people. I receive so much pleasure from going up to someone and saying, Hey, I just want to let you know that you're so gorgeous. You're stunning. I love doing it to women. I love doing it to men. It just lights me up. And typically it lights the other person up too, because it's like a a pep in their step, something they weren't expecting and a genuinely 
authentic and heartfelt compliment. So when we were back in New York, we got to reconnect to this wild sense of sexual, sensual energy that was so palpable. And I remembered like, wow, that's one of the reasons why I love New York so much is because I get to be in this beautiful, sensual expression of myself. And I get to watch people checking me out while I'm in it. Now, I I shall reveal that I do have a kink around being observed, being witnessed. And so I have always loved the idea of having sex in a window of a high-rise building with the curtains open and the lights on and people down on the ground floor outside for the lucky ones who spot me and my partner having sex in the window are like, holy shit, those two people are having sex. Oh my God, it's so hot. I'm turned on. And then I get to spread the turn on and pleasure through my turn on and pleasure. So I I do have this kink that I love about being witnessed when it feels right for me. And that was one of the reasons why I loved New York so much is because we're always witnessing and being witnessed. And it might not always be sexual, but it's always human. Like we're always witnessing each other through our human eyes and hopefully not with eyes of judgment, but with eyes of curiosity. And that's how I like to do it anyway. So we're in New York city and we're like, you know what? We're out of our normal vibe. Like, let's do something different. Let's create the experience for ourselves that we've been talking about, that we feel ready to create because you feel safe. I feel safe. We feel safe. We want to expand. We want to expand. So we created a couple of dating profiles and we had so much fun creating dating profiles together. And what we did was I I made the profiles under my alias and it was a woman's profile looking for other women. And I posted the first couple of pictures of me and then the next picture of Ani and I together, and then a couple pictures of him. So as you scroll through the profile, you're very clear that this is a two-for-one sort of deal. And in all of the questions I answered or the commentary that I wrote attached to our profiles, I was very clear that we were a couple looking for a woman to explore with in a conscientious manner. Here are our values. Here's what we respect, you know, Here it is on the table. Uh, We're powerful people. We're kinky people. We're considerate people. And if this is something you're interested in, then let's connect. And so it was a little slow going at first, but then we started to get connections and be in conversation. And it was such a wild experience for me to flirt with a woman or to understand how to navigate an online dating experience with women because I've never done this before. I have used dating apps in search of men and I feel like I know how it works with men mostly. I mean, I might not know everything, but I know a fair bit in having worked with many men around intimacy and having dated and slept with many men. I'm like, I feel like I got the ropes. But then when it came to flirting with women and reaching out to women, I was like, I had one foot in both places. There was a part of me where I'd see a beautiful woman's picture and I wanted to be like, hey girl, love your outfit. You're rocking it. And I'm like, okay, that's what I naturally want to say. That's what I'd say to a girlfriend. And then another part of me was like, okay, wait, but how do I flirt with her? Like it was this really funny conundrum of wanting to be friendly and open and vivacious and welcoming of a woman, but also wanting to indicate like, Hey girl, I'm 
I'm like low key interested in you. <laughs> I think you're kind of hot. Uh, Want to connect? And so finding that that middle ground was such a fascinating thing to navigate. And I, Ani and I had so much fun scrolling and swiping on women that we were attracted to. And it was a really fascinating experience because he got to see what I was attracted to in women. And I got to see what he was attracted to. And this is a, like a vector of information that we wouldn't normally have about our partners that we're in a monogamous relationship with, because it's, you know, sometimes when we step into monogamous constructs, it's like, oh, you look at me and I look at you and that's it. But what I love about Ani and Mai's relationship is that we've expanded that. Like we are not doing things by the book. I love checking people out. And that's not something I ever want to stop doing. I love flirting with people. And that's not something I ever want to stop doing. He loves all the same things. And I don't ever want him to stop doing that. Now, the only reason this setup works is because we have cultivated deep safety open, honest, authentic, raw, real communication. And often like we're authentic with each other and we're not attached or possessive of each other. There is virtually no jealousy in our relationship. And so we've, we've worked to create that dynamic and that's why something like this works so well. So most people can't enter into a threesome type scenario or even any sort of ethically non-monogamous scenario if they have not first cultivated safety, ground rules, communication, respect, mutual understanding. So please know that if this is something you're considering, it is going to require inner work from you if you haven't done it already. And it will always grow and expand you. And it's not for everyone. And so, you know, of course we came up against things that have pushed our edges, that have grown us, that have caused us to get into deep conversation where we hear about the other's experiences. And so, as I was saying, I love flirting. Ani loves flirting. It is a part of our life force. Like we love our sexuality. We love creating sexual experiences. We love tuning into our sexual intelligence. P.S. Another thing I teach and become the high priestess and with all my one-on-one clients is how to develop your erotic intelligence how to tap into this innate sexual wisdom that you have where you can really navigate intuitively your sexual desires, preferences, kinks, boundaries, and you can elicit that information and navigate that with a partner or partners. Okay, back to the podcast episode. (laughs) So we love these aspects of ourselves and we loved swiping on people. We loved being in conversation with people. We loved learning about how the other person flirts, how we flirt, deciding on messages to send to women together, getting excited, feeling let down when someone didn't respond back. So it was really fascinating to have that experience with a partner because typically we're having that experience alone. When someone doesn't hit us back, we're like, fuck, that sucks. I was kind of interested in that person. We don't really have anyone to confide in. Certainly we typically don't have our partner to confide in. But in this case, I was like, damn, I I really wanted that woman to show interest. Or he would say the same thing. And we got to hold space for each other, which was an incredibly unique experience to have. And I'm, I'm just so grateful that we get to create this together. So we're on this app. We match with this woman who is spiritually attuned, 
who's interested in things other than just regular everyday mundane life, who has some great pictures, some unique makeup. And we're like, okay, cool. She connects with us. She shows interest and I share my number and I'm like, let's take this off the app. Here's my number. Text me. Let's meet up if you're interested in that. And so she texted me and we decided to meet up and walk around Central Park, the three of us. And so the idea was that we'd walk around Central Park as friends, as people meeting, we'd get to know each other. And if it was a vibe that we all liked, we'd see where to go from there. And if not, no harm, no foul, we'll give hugs and we'll move on about our evening. And maybe Ani and I will go home and have great sex. So prior to meeting up at Central Park, Ani and I had some very clear conversations that were all about what kind of experience we wanted to co-create, what the energy was going to be, who was going to lead, what our boundaries were, what our desires were. And what we had decided and what Ani thought was best was that I would take the lead. I would be the dominant energy who sets the pace, who leads the way, who crafts the experience because my needs and my desires were very important to him. So he allowed me to create the experience as I wished. And then if he had a dissenting opinion, he would share it. So it was fascinating because one of the things that we talked about before this, which is one of the huge skills that I got to strengthen and one of the the really cool aspects of sexual and uh, relational energetics that I got to tap into was holding both the masculine and feminine energies within me. So when I say masculine, I got to be the one who created the container, meaning I set the bounds. I set the ground rules. I started the conversation about boundaries, about sexual health, about preferences, kinks, desires. I led all of those conversations throughout the evening as I felt inside of me, as I tuned into my body, that it was the right time to have a conversation like that. Now, one of the interesting things about this was I got a firsthand experience at what it must be like for men to navigate the world of dating, sex, and relationships, because I was sitting there, the three of us sitting on a a cool little scenic step in Central Park, thinking to myself, okay, how's he feeling? How's she feeling? How am I feeling? Is now the right time? Do I move in? Do I move back? Is she feeling okay? Is she open? Does she want this? What does she need right now? What kind of question do I ask? And I was like sitting with all of this inside of me and I'm like, oh my gosh, what a sweet experience to have. And oh my gosh, men have so much to consider as the ones who are expected to lead the dynamic. I give men so much freaking credit for navigating this in the best way they know how. And sometimes it goes well and sometimes it doesn't, but they have a a lot to consider. So for the ladies who are listening, throw men some credit because there is a lot that happens in their minds that they have to navigate and explore, especially in this day and age that typically we don't have to think or worry about. So men, shout out to you. I love you for all that falls on your shoulders, for the burden that you carry, for the work that you do. I see you. I feel you. I feel like I was you kind of in this experience and you rock. Keep keep exploring, keep developing and growing. I love you. 
And if you ever want support with this or someone to talk to, please reach out to me because I coach men and I love coaching men as well. So I'm sitting there navigating all these thoughts inside, like trying to read body language, trying to read tone and facial expression of her, of Ani, of myself. And I'm like, whoa, okay, this is really cool. What I cultivated at an even deeper level in this experience was an ultimate sense of presence and calmness. I was, yes, in some moments kind of nervous, but also cool as a cucumber. Like I fucking rocked it. First of all, I'm going to sidestep this part of the episode to give myself some motherfucking props. Because if I could give a side commentary on how I navigated this, y'all, I was fucking masterful. Like I nailed it, pun totally intended. Although I will tell you that I will share more about the exact sexual experience in just a little bit, but I nailed the navigation of this experience in such an artistic, precise, incredibly sexy and considerate way. I'm... (laughs) I'm so fucking proud of myself. Like I'm so proud of myself for how I navigated this because it's so evident to me the amount of work that I've done on my communication, on my sexuality, on how I feel, on presence, on considering the needs of others. Like this was really the culmination that showed me that it was it was time to celebrate the immense amounts of work an effort and intention that I've put into developing myself and developing myself as a a person who leads my life, a person who's in relationship and a person who leads others through cultivating themselves and their sexuality in a way that feels true and right for them. Okay. So now that the bragging is done for now, I sat there with deep presence in this experience and the three of us got to know each other. The interesting thing about this kind of dynamic is, you know, when you're on a date with one person, it's like you and that person are on a date. But when you add one more person to the mix, it's like, I was on a date with Ani. Ani was on a date with this woman. This woman and I were on a date and the three of us were on a date together. So we double the number of dynamics from two to six. I guess that's triple. We triple the number of dynamics that are here because we add one more person to the mix. So there's this whole other set of perspectives and dynamics to consider in all of this. And it's so fascinating from a psychological and energetic perspective, because it's like, what's my experience with Ani right now? What's my experience with myself? What's my experience with her? What's her experience with Ani? What's our experience, the three of us together. And so I'm like, in this amazing exploration of energetics between people, all while staying present, all while tuning into where I am and what I need and what I prefer. And so as the evening progresses and it feels like we're moving a little closer, I open the conversation about whether or not we feel like taking this experience to the next level. And if it feels like it's in all of our pleasure, let's, you know, Let's find a place to create this experience and we'll do that. And so we end up having that conversation. And before we have that conversation, one of the things that I said to her was, 
If there is anything at any point in the evening that does not feel good for you, please, I invite you to speak up. We will shift anything that doesn't feel good at the drop of a dime, no questions asked. Your safety and the safety of all of us is our number one priority. And then, of course, we prioritize pleasure and play and fun and all of that good stuff. She was very clear that she was safe and she felt good and we wanted to progress. So onward we went, we walked back to an Airbnb that we had rented for the evening and it was incredible before, as we were, you know, sort of in this conversation, another thing I asked is what are your boundaries? Is there anything that's completely off the table for you? We all kind of unanimously agree that in this particular experience, we did not want to explore butt stuff or foot play. (laughs) I'm not really into feet so much anyway, so that really worked for me. And we said, is there anything that we do want to explore? What are we open to? How would we like to feel? What would we like to experience? And we all agreed play, exploration, intimacy, connection, fun, laughter, sensuality, sexiness. And this is also where she shared that she wanted to experience more of my dominant energy. Now, this was really cool for me because with Ani, I tend to take on submissive energy and I really love being submissive, which is not something I had experienced before this relationship because I was so busy needing to have control to feel safe that I really never surrendered fully to someone. Now, because Ani and I have cultivated such deep levels of safety in our sexuality and in our relationship, I feel safe being submissive. I love it. I feel surrendered. I feel relaxed. I love when he leads me. I love following. And so in this experience, I got to tap into a very true energy for me, which is my dominant energy, because I have a lot of energy that is lioness-like in nature, where I am insatiable, where I want to grab and take and ravish. And to be able to do that with a woman that I could fit in my arms, who's as petite as I am, was an incredible experience to access the inner lioness in me. So I got to tap into my masculine energy of presence, uh, creating safety, boundary setting, clarity, direction, leading, precision, communication, um, setting the container, being more dominant. Like I got to access all of these parts of my masculine energy that are so present within me while also experiencing pleasure and joy and connection and bliss and sensuality, which is my feminine. I got to learn what it's like to navigate the world of sex and dating from a man's perspective, because I was kind of taking on that perspective while still being a woman. I got to harness my inner lioness, which is my insatiability for life and pleasure and flirting and fun and sensuality and tickling and touching. I got to strengthen my ability to be a clear, precise, direct, honest, authentic, compassionate communicator. I got to set my boundaries and help elicit the boundaries and preferences of others And I also got to access my inner shy girl because once we got back to the Airbnb that we were staying at, we sat and talked some more and I was like, oh my gosh, I've never done something like this before. I'm feeling really shy. 
And I got to be vulnerable in saying like, Hey, I'm really shy to initiate the first kiss. And she and I got to giggle together and just like touch each other's hair. And it was so sweet. Like, yes, there's a sexy, fiery aspect to this. And there is this sweet, shy, awkward part of me too, that even though I talk about this stuff all the time, I can be shy and awkward and not know what the fuck, like a little, you know, turtle on its back. And so I got to access my inner shy girl and I got to express that with authenticity and be straight up like, Hey, I'm feeling shy right now. And it was so liberating to express that and to have that be received. And so as I expressed that, I followed it with the first kiss and we had a beautiful makeout session. And then Ani got to witness that. And as we took things to the bedroom, I got to really lead the way. And Ani sat there as witness. And when it was, when I felt ready to invite him in, he was invited in. And it really started with her and I exploring each other. And I have to say, like, to experience a woman is one of the most profound, beautiful, gentle, sensual experiences I could ever imagine. Now I understand what it's like for a man who gets to be with women. It's incredible. Like being with a woman is life-giving. It's energizing. It's revitalizing. It's feminine. It's soft. It's sexy. And to gift that experience to myself is one of the best gifts I could have ever given myself. So we're in our making out and we're getting things turned up. We've got sexy music going. We've got candles lit. We've got essential oils. We're exploring. I've got my arms around her and I can feel her tiny body as I grab her hips and move her where I want her. I'm like getting to play out like all of my sexiest fantasies in this experience. And it's incredible. And I have to say, even watching her and Ani make out was a beautiful experience. It completely turned me on. And again, that was because we created so much safety. And I was very clear that Ani was not going to cross any of my boundaries. She wasn't going to cross any of my boundaries. We were all coming into this very respectfully with a mutual understanding of what it was and what it wasn't. And so we continued being sensual and sexy. And at one point in the experience, I just felt complete. And I, you know, I didn't have to question why I felt complete or what it was, but there were, I just felt complete. None of my boundaries were crossed. Nothing unfavorable or undesirable happened. But I was like, okay, I think I'm, I think I'm done with this level of play. And this was before her panties had come off. And so we didn't fully go to a home run uh, in terms of sex itself, but there was a lot of sexy play and sensuality. And one of the things that I had to contend with in this is this idea of me being complete, but the thought or the assumption that maybe the others weren't complete. And I had to hold the discomfort in my body of speaking my boundary with the idea that perhaps there could be unfulfilled expectations on behalf of Ani and on behalf of this other woman. And so I sat with that for a few moments before I decided to say I felt complete. 
because I wanted to know what it was like to be able to hold that and to not react, to not react um, in a way that I was like, okay, I'm done. I I have to stop. And to not respond in a way that had me surpass my own boundaries, which I've done so many times in my life. And all that did in the past was create betrayal and a lack of safety and trust with myself. So as I navigated that for minutes and minutes and minutes about how I wanted to say it, when I wanted to say it, and how I might need to contend with someone being dissatisfied or disappointed, I was like, okay, I feel really good with this level of play. And that was how I said it. I feel good with where things are at. And they both received it. We made out and kissed a little more. And then we transitioned all to laying on our backs, looking up at the ceiling. We had these really cool lights. So we were looking at a light show on the ceiling. And I held my preferences and my boundaries in like 10 minutes of silence. None of us talked. And I had this urge to fill the silence because I'm like, oh, fuck, this is awkward. Is someone disappointed? This is not how I expected things to go. Maybe it's not how they expected things to go. And I was like, Lee, chill. Let there be silence. It's okay. You did what you needed to do for you and you delivered it in a way that felt considerate, clear, and not abrupt. And I sat there for the last few minutes of silence, just being proud of myself. And so I lay there and then Ani had kind of indicated that he was tired and I wanted to really meet his needs. So I said, babe, do you feel complete with the evening? Cause if so, let's wrap, let's, let's bring this to full completion. And he said, yes. And I was like, great, let's start transitioning out of this. And so we got dressed. We sat out in the living room for a bit. Ani and her gave a lovely kiss. Good night. And then I walked her to the door and I said, thank you so much. It was a lovely evening. Thank you for participating in this. Thank you for trusting us. Thank you for being open and expressing yourself. And we had a really nice kiss and I I walked her out. I said, please text me when you get home so I know that you're safe. And I want to read to you a text exchange between she and I, because it was just one of the most beautiful experiences from start to finish that makes me really proud of how I how I navigated everything. So she texted me when she got home and said, just got in and I feel like I'm in an entirely altered state from hours of braingasms and turn on. Emoji with the tongue out. You are truly such beautiful humans. I'm grateful our paths crossed. And I said, oh, thank you so much. We had such a lovely evening. So great to meet you and get to know you in such a unique way. And a couple of days after I checked in for some extra aftercare to make sure she was doing okay and feeling loved on, I sent her a voice memo with this and let her know that we were about to leave New York, that I had such a great time. Thank you again for trusting us. Good luck with all of your endeavors. And she said, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good over here. Honestly, that perfect curation of vibes and conversation and touch we shared on Saturday unleashed some much desired inspiration been feeling, writing, brainstorming, coaching work and relationships and pleasure. It's fucking epic. 
Untamed really is the perfect word for the two of you. We told her about our business, Untamed Intimacy. How are you both feeling? And I said, oh, that makes my heart sing. So happy to hear that. Yay for creative flow and expression, plus all the feels, so yummy. And thank you. We totally received that. It's our life's work for sure, and definitely the reason he and I found each other. We're feeling great. We got some closure with NYC, and now it's time to head back to Austin and take the world by storm. Wishing you so well in all your ventures. And so it was just such a beautiful, happy ending. (laughs) Again, pun totally intended. To an experience that provided for me so many lessons learned, so many breakthroughs, so much integration, empowerment, and contact and connection with myself and who the fuck I have created myself to be as a woman, as a practitioner, a a psychedelic therapist, a coach, a, a girlfriend, a partner, a friend, a coach, a guide. I've said those words many times. It was the true embodiment of the culmination of all the work I had done. And I am so, so, so grateful to be sharing this with you all and my lessons learned because this experience changed my life. It wasn't just a sexy, fun tryst in New York City or a hookup from a dating app. It was so much more than that. I accessed so many parts of myself, my depth, my wisdom, my sensuality, which is my specific lifeblood. My sensuality is my energetic imprint. And that is why I do the work that I do. That is what I'm here to share with the world. That is my gift, my offering. And that is why I've had to navigate so much of my own sexual discomfort and trauma and desire to create new and new and new levels of liberation and expression within me so that I can show others how to do that for themselves. And so... In closing, again, I'm truly grateful. If you're listening to this, thank you so much. If this episode impacted you, please, I invite you to share it out on social media and tag me. Share it with someone who you think would be interested in hearing this or someone who's considering exploring a dynamic like this. And if you have questions, please, please, please write me and let me know. I'd be more than thrilled to answer them. And if this is work you're looking to explore in terms of navigating your sexuality, creating sexual liberation, overcoming sexual fears, please reach out. I would love to talk about what work together looks like, whether that's through the Become the High Priestess program, through some one-on-one work we do together or in any other context. Thank you again for your presence, for your love, for your open heart. Thank you for tuning in. I love you. Sending you so many blessings and good vibes. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you made it this far, it probably means that you enjoyed listening, you learned a lot, and you are definitely one step closer to channeling your inner high priestess. So to help women like you discover the show and transform their lives, please consider leaving a five-star review and hitting subscribe. Of course, we can also connect on Instagram at linoto underscore. I would love to get to know you better. And if you want to be the first to gain access to exclusive content, practices, tools, and to create the fullest, most authentic expression in your life, then join the mailing list by clicking the link in the show notes. 
you'll receive powerfully curated content that's no bullshit and pure love. Until next time, my dear, much love and good vibes.